Hello, everybody, and welcome to the penultimate episode of Stratford High, A Monster Heart Story. I, of course, am your humble game master, Tony Kiger, and with me are some individuals who are ready to solve a mystery. They are finally ready to figure out who done it, and I will let them introduce themselves now. Hi, my name is Lucy. I play Helena Bastiano, a cute little gay vampire. I am so sad that this is ending, but I'm also so fucking happy to be here with all these awesome people. So let's figure out who done it so I can kill them. I am Emma. I play Briar Markelly, um, the queen who is currently in her darkest self. I am so excited to see how this ends, but so sad to not continue to play with all of you. Hi, everybody. I'm Noah James, and I play Solea Solar, a sweet little southern belle of a grim reaper who, depending on how this uh, goes, might also go into her darkest self if someone tests her. But let's... we'll fi- we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. My name is Luke Habian. I am playing Marcus A. Romulus, uh, the ghost. And he is ready to solve the mystery, but he's also... he's getting ready to... Say goodbye. Ooh. Ooh. Teach them how to say goodbye. goodbye. That should have been a me hoi me Teach them how to hoi me noi. That should have been one. I I dropped the ball on that. But you know what we're not going to drop the ball on? The tarot reading. So Noah, go ahead. Roll me those D100s. We've got a 50. 50 just a nice even 50 we've got a one okay i'm ready for this 100 not a 100 just a one another one no it was just a one yeah i'm ready for this 100 66 oh i thought you thought i said 100 no 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 no, no, we were guessing the last one because you went 50 one and then okay 100 okay so 50 then to one then to 66 so, first off, Helen's just getting some cards ready, getting everything set up for a lovely little tarot. And the first card that is pulled is the Lovers in Reverse. It's a card that represents a loss of balance, one sidedness, disharmony, um, the usual stuff that we're feeling on this show. Disharmony kind of the bad stuff uh so pretty common card this could be about literally anything uh so helen just kind of looks at what the next one could be it's the chariot upright the chariot upright represents uh direction control willpower seems to be that somebody is having somebody is kind of not doing well on the inside right now um, they've kind of lost. They've kind of lost control of themselves at the moment. I wonder who. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Stop. The final card is strength in reverse. This is a card about self-doubt, weakness, insecurity. So what Helen is thinking is that the person who is feeling this loss of self-control. Um, this is coming from a place of insecurity. So this like darkest timeline that we find ourselves in is because somebody was feeling insecure about themselves. My hot take is that this is about Marcus. So (laughs) I have a feeling this could maybe be about the culprits. Hmm. 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 
Who knows? Where last we left off, our gang of moody teen monsters met the gentleman in the striped suit, um, also known as the devil, also known as just some guy in a pool. Uh, Marcus tried to fight the gentleman. Uh, the gentleman and Harry had a lovely little pizza party and Scooby-Doo watch party. Um, We're not going to talk about it. Harry said the L We're not going to talk about it. And I'll keep bringing it up because I think it's great. Uh, Helena and Solea were able to find out at least the identity of one of the three culprits that they were looking for. And um, Briar is in her darkest self. And that's where we're going to start, is in the theater where this is taking place. Briar, go ahead and describe this transformation that you're going through. Yeah, um... The physical transformation is subtle, but there. Um, someone looking close at Briar would see, right now, um, the roots of her hair start to turn a blonde color. Almost a reverse of uh, Juliana's current hairstyle, like dark on top and light on the bottom, but flipped and... And the light catches her usually dark brown eyes um, the right way. You can see a bright green. And she is staring blankly at Michael. Michael just kind of goes on continuing this little discussion about the dream that he had last night when that voice in your head is back. And seems to be in firm control of the situation. And just goes, shut him up. All he wants to do is sleep. He wants to keep working on these dreams. What have these dreams gotten us? Absolutely fucking nothing. So he either needs to shut up or he needs to do something valuable with our time. I think she reaches out and grabs Michael's arm. Kind of suddenly... Almost, he would think that she was, like, falling forward. Yeah, he, like, goes and, like, tries to, like, get ready to catch you. And is like, you alright? Stop talking. Okay. I don't know Uh, why you think I would want to know about this. But if it isn't the information I asked for, I don't need to know it. Okay. Then I'll go. And Michael walks off. You're in theater class. Uh, you just kind of start working on your final project. Uh, Seb interrupts the middle of class to talk about the, the final number in Mihoi Minoi Musical Theater Cabaret, uh, the eighth and final piece of Do You Hear the People Sing from Les Miserables. Uh, and just kind of goes in. Do you hear the hoi minoi singing the song of hoi minoi? It is a music Horrible. of a people who will not me hoi minoi. And it just kind of goes on. Um, Horrible. The groans that I'm seeing on Noah's face right now is wonderful. And it keeps me going uh, <laughs> in these times. But you all just kind of work. I need... um. I need the three people not named Briar to roll to gaze into the abyss. I should use my Zelaya dice. Oh, lovely. 
Um, I know. Yeah. I'm not surrounded by the council, am I? Mm, they're pretty far away. Okay, so this they're like count off for in shield, their groups, right? This would not count for shield. <laughs> However, any other roll that you make today could count for shield. That's a nine. Okay. Okay. Ten. Ten. Nine. And a nine. Uh, so Leia and Marcus, something's up with Briar. You're not getting a good read on it, but Briar is um kind of a bitch today somebody woke up on the somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed helena you catch the the roots getting a little blonder and you see these like piercing green eyes where there were once just kind of muted brown eyes um you're able to catch the from the way that you're sitting right now and the way that the light kind of catches briar for you you see this transformation this isn't briar or at least the briar that you know how does this play out in theater class so Leia's just straight vibing um Mm -hmm. yeah darling do you notice anything wrong with Helena not Helena, Do I notice anything sorry, wrong with Helena. you? I mean, Didn't... no. <laughs> You're happier sorry. than you um, were when I first met you, but... Thank you. No, I mean, Briar just looks different. She... She just looks weird. I mean, bitchiness will do with that to you. And... Is this happening? Huh. I... I assume this conversation isn't happening right in front of me. No. <laughs> I would assume so, because if it was, that would have been much funnier. <laughs> um And you would have and you would have been able to you would have been able to throw a punch at Helena for free. Um I think I think I'm gonna go talk to her. I it just feels weird. I think. Sorry. I just need someone else to see it. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? And I'm gonna just point point it out. Um roll so Leia, roll again to gaze into the abyss and, and give yourself a plus one to this roll because Helena is pointing out the features to you. Just kind of showing you what to look for. Because you never like the you're you've never tried to see if there was anything weird with Briar before, so That's a fifth uh fifteen. Oh yeah, Fuck. you see it. You you clock it. Um another thing that you notice that nobody else seems to. Briar, you don't even notice this about yourself. There's like a spectral crown atop Briar's head that only you can see. Well, fuck. Huh. I assume I'm about to, I'm putting something together that I read in a book. Mm-hmm. About who a certain queen might be. Mm-hmm. Is this okay. is this something do you think like the gentleman did something? Uh no, this is just um I'm gonna lean in real close. So maybe Briar's a little bit more like us than we thought. <laughs> and because Thalea doesn't know exactly what I am, I'm just gonna be like, 
Oh. Yeah, like like you all. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're really trying to keep up <laughs> this whole I, charade, I aren't you? Is up with you. You're trying Anna. so hard. <laughs> I don't need to know exactly what, but I know you're fucking weird. Yeah, I'm just very intuitive or something. I don't know. Yeah, you guys are so anyway, how do we do we need to fix this, do you think? Or it's just bitchiness um, come naturally? There was something about the there's something about a queen in the book. Something about um, a betrayer will always find a way to make them crack and that they need to face the darkness to see the light. Or some weird faux poetic shit like that. Yeah. Huh. So, uh... Go on, Helena. Make (laughs) her see the light. (laughs) okay all right uh i'm just going to uh helena will notice that you haven't noticed the vitiligo on the other hand but it starts to on the opposite side of everything else just on the hand like uh skeleton okay kind of starts to show up um i'm going to walk over to briar and like it looked so scary for a second i was like you don't smile what is that getting into this <laughs> i i i appreciate the uh, commitment i'm fully going over to harry and i assume he just has a letterman's jacket letterman's jacket on and asking him if i can borrow it hmm? it was really cold Aww. oh yeah for sure and thanks like, babe you're the best th- you are the best agree to disagree uh, good morning, Briar. Hi. Hi. Um, can I... Soleil and I found something out that I think you need to know. And I just wanted to talk to you about it, but not in- near anyone. Oh, is this gonna be another reveal? Let me guess, you're also a werewolf and a vampire. Fucking bitch. How important is this information? Because... I've been told some information today that was important, but wasn't actually. Um, I mean, pretty important, I would say to you at least, since, you know, you're involved with everything. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Okay. Uh, can I just talk to you outside real quick? Yeah. Okay. And then as we're walking outside, I'm going to give... Uh, kind of like a please follow me or just listen like just a I'm scared look (laughs) oh she her her eyes are full glowing at this point Marcus what are you doing (laughs) oh yeah you're just chilling in the corner working on the painting like hey guys uh wait oh hey what's going oh oh (laughs) oh okay in that case I'm also going to look at Marcus and kind of put like a hand like a Oh, Come yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I then, think, um, sorry. No, no, go on. As Briar gets up, it like you're unsure if it's just the way like the shadows are hitting her, or if she's wearing taller shoes than usual. But she is like a little bit taller. <laughs> Jesus fuck! <laughs> is that supposed to be scary? 
to a short person? Ooh, yes. You went, no, you went from 5'4 to 5'6. Shut up. That's scary. <laughs> and also a goal of mine. <laughs> Poor five foot nothing Lucy. No. Five foot one, no. fuck off. <laughs> um. Um. All right, so Soleil and I found out yesterday that Cassandra is definitely part of whatever the fuck is happening, and I thought you should know that because you knew Cassandra, and we're trying to figure out the other one because there are two. We think it's Danny. I have my theories of other people. I wanted to know what you thought since, you know, you are involved in it. Any no, you of thought, you thought, thinking isn't doing a lot of solving the problem. Can I try to gaze into the abyss about Danny? Yeah. Give yourself a plus one to this role as well. I'm being very generous with the Eleven. plus ones today. Eleven. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting the uh when you when your mind goes to Danny you think about that meeting that you had at the beginning of the year with Michael, Mr. Hamill, Danny to figure out who was going to be president of student council and just the shit eating grin on Danny's face the whole time like he knew going into it that he was going to be the president like there wasn't a, a doubt in his mind and just and this part you can't really tell if it's like your mind having an aha moment or this voice in your head wanting to just hurt people but the fact that Danny just stands there with that smug ass look on his face trying to be all high and mighty holier than thou is it's getting you real fired up um you in your in your in your heart you think you you think you think you got something with it being danny and uh the voice seems to agree for the most part you think that the voice might be over like over exaggerating how crazy the situation is right now or how much you want to kick Danny's ass um but like you're gonna wipe that smug look off of his face next time you see him that's what's going through your head right now um I think my eyes refocus on Helena and she goes finally some actually actionable information yeah. You know, you could actually contribute to the getting of information. What the fuck? What? Hey. Hello, Soleil. You see them pop. You see the two of them pop up. That's a great idea. Uh, Briar pulls out her phone and texts Danny. Um, you were right about the level of commitment. Can we have a president-vice president meeting after class? You get a text back, absolutely. I can make time in my schedule for that. I think she just uh, tells him, like, I think the history classes where we usually have the meetings. 
So mm-hmm. like there. Yeah. To meet there. Cool. That's also your next class of the day, so it would Are you wanting to do this like immediately after this theater class or are you wanting to do this at the end of the day? Probably immediately. So Immediately? Cool. Yeah. You're you're able to do that. She might just let him tell him to stay behind after class. Okay. Okay. Do do you want us there? We can be there if you want. If you like. I'll stay. We were also someone was supposed to go fuck with Ray, right? That was the thing we talked about. Oh yeah, shit. Oh. Uh... Briar, in your head, you hear surprise, surprise. 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 They, they keep, keep fucking up their own plans. plans. Well, I know what my next course of action is. Great, Marcus. Uh, stick with Briar. For the Danny thing, Helena and I will talk to Ray. Good time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And after we're both done doing what we need to do, we will meet back up in Marcus's room. Go or on. there's no risk. I mean, Drake is kind of in on it, is aware of shit happening. Either there or your guys' room. You can go to my room. I've made some good additions to the uh, mystery board. Okay. Uh, given given some of the information that I learned. so Are there strings but, other than just red? Um, yes, actually. Okay. Briar, for some reason, even the voice in your head is like, well, now maybe we ought to pay attention to this Marcus one. I think this Marcus one's got some good ideas. Yeah, no, Briar likes Marcus. <laughs> uh, even, even in darkest even, self, Marcus... Briar likes Marcus. Marcus, Marcus is, is just a treat. <laughs> Marcus is just a gem to be around. <laughs> Cool. So we have our game plan for after this class. Um, we'll start with the group that is sticking back talking to Danny. Um, I would also ask the council, barring Cassandra, to stay. Yeah. Marcus, because you're kind of chilling around. I want you to roll to gaze into the abyss and I want you to send me what you get privately. And then I will tell you, privately, if you see something or not. But, Danny is there. The council is there. Briar, the floor is yours. Imagine me planning what I was going to say. Danny does kind of look to you and go, President, Vice President meeting with other individuals, I see. Well, um, you know, some of them want to observe what such a thing might look like. You know what, Danny? I'm not going to lie to you. I did not want to meet with you about the student council. I think we have more important things to focus on. Okay. And what would that be? Do you have, do you need some assistance with some social studies work? I... Yeah. I'm looking at your history. How did you get the names changed on the Got ballots? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Got um. You're not impressing me, Danny. I didn't change any names on any ballots. So I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. 
you're going to ask me how I did something that I didn't do. Where were you during Can't the Halloween really... party? I was here. Clearly, I wasn't invited to that party. It's full of a bunch of degenerates. And so I didn't want to see myself there. Were you with anyone? I was here by myself. Convenient. I was focusing on my studies, which, judging on the group that you keep company, should be something that you probably focus on as well. Gives you a smug-ass grin. Girl, fucking kill she him. Takes a step towards him. He takes a step back. Roll to shut somebody down. <laughs> Didn't even do anything yet. Say the fucking word. Your darkest self. That's I'll murder him. Normal people. Nine. Nine. Uh, you can give Danny a condition. Um. Danny will be able to give you one right back, but. Okay. I think. I want to give him the condition afraid. Okay. And I also... Would it be possible to absolve one of the conditions I currently have? Yeah. Yeah, which Which one are you wanting to absolve? Loser. Which he gave me before, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Get him. You were able to do that because this is yes, Emma. some big dick energy right here. Um, however, uh, right now with the way that Danny feels like he's being treated by you, you are going to gain the condition bitch. Fair enough. Fair. <laughs> Girl, she knows. She knows. She so, knows. <laughs> Danny is a little shaken. Um, Marcus, this is when you notice what I sent you. I go over uh, to talk. Can I? Can, should I? Can I say the name? Yeah. I go over and talk to Cassandra. You see Cass like hiding behind the set, watching what's going on, recording it. Bitch. Hey. Um. Listen. I think this is a private event, so why don't you just put the phone down, and maybe we can talk this out. That's possible. Or, and Cass pulls out a second phone. In that second phone, there's a photo of a eight-foot-tall creature-looking thing. It's got these large tusks, snout, but very distinct looking sweatpants. And the tusks look very distinct as well. Or how about we all play it cool and has a thumb right above the send button to the group text. That's where we're going to cut to the Ray folks. Darn it. What's okay. your plan of attack? <clears throat> that is our plan um, of attack. I th- next next up is history class. Mm-hmm. History class, yes. I think cuz we all we all have the same class schedule. We are all fully aware of where everybody is going. 
as we're heading that direction, it is fully just going to be grab Ray's arm and pull him off the normal tr- like track that we would normally walk. Um, excuse you. We need to have a little conversation. No, we don't. I need oh, to get to class. Trust me. We do. And the eyes flash. Roll to shut somebody down. That's an 11. An 11. You can give Ray a condition. Ray cannot give you one. Um, is there like a set list of conditions? Or I just, no, I just it's make, just make like some shit up. You can make some shit up. It has to be something that, like, theoretically, somebody could atone for, like loser. Mm-hmm. Like there, there can there. It has to be something that can allow for atonement. But this is gonna be a weird pull. Okay. Scaredy cat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You see Ray's body start to tense up. Um, you should get that checked out oh no i think i think what we're gonna get checked out is um where were you the night of tatiana's party i was here at the school Mm mhm wouldn't happen to know anything about a car going missing oh the thing with mr in it thing with mr hamill's car yeah it's a shame that that happened okay this is gonna be another wild thing uh-huh. my last my last improvement yeah i took scythe of the mind yeah if you would like me to read it i will go ahead and read it for our so, our audience for scythe of the mind i don't i'm <clears throat> you wield the deadliest ability of them all the power of mind games. When you roll to get into someone's head, manipulation, intimidation, deception, add plus one to your roll. If the roll succeeds, gain a string on them. Great. And I would love for him to tell me what the fuck he knows. I'm going to have you... I'm going to call this a gaze into the abyss roll because okay. of what exactly you're doing um so you get to add your dark and the plus one that you get from the ability amazing my dark is my good set right yes Yes. that's a dirty 12 gain that string i i love my life right now what does it look like when soleia uses this ability what does that look Um, like i think it's less what it looks like and more how it makes the person she's using it on feel Mm -hmm. as she just kind of cocks her head the vitiligo just a little bit will start to flood and then ray's gonna start to feel like he's drowning dope it's weird i asked you a question i i told them that it was a bad idea that we shouldn't have done it i thought we had been going too far with all of the stuff that we were doing 
all of the things we were finding out about you all. I thought that was going too far. After, and then looks at Helena, and Helena, you you notice, I'm going to add a little bit to what that looks like. Yeah. When when you see that. Rather than it's, rather than the vitiligo start to flood, you see it drip down. Oh, amazing. Like little, I love that. Like, inky, black, almost like tear ducts. Just, or like teardrops start coming out of Solea's eyes. As like, you almost see the, like the color in, and Ray already had pretty pasty skin, but like almost go porcelain white. And Ray like looks over at you. Once I found out the shit that was happening between you two, I was done. I was like, okay, you helped me out figuring out what the hell that problem was. I don't want any part of it anymore. Who else was in the car? Yeah. You and who? You know, I don't even I don't even fucking care anymore. They can burn in hell. It was Cass and Danny. Okay, so we were right. Mm-hmm. Nice to know instincts are always worth something. Who was driving the car? It was Cass. I was like, can I roll inside? <laughs> I mean, the way I'm the way I'm treating this usage of scythe of the mind is essentially a zone of truth. Okay. Um, for D and D terms, so like because Celia rolled so well, and because you know why not? Who cares? Um, you're getting the truth in this situation. Um, Cass was behind the wheel, and Ray just like looks at you, at you two. I mean, she's the one that's been cooking up this plan for like a year now. What? Interesting. Why? That's a lot of work for what seems like little to no payoff. And what the fuck did I do? I just got here. Oh, you, oh. you know exactly what you did. Crybaby here didn't like that his girlfriend had a little crush on you. It's fine. I get yeah. it, Ray. Julia's fantastic. She is. More ways than one. Ray Sorry. is pissy right now. I need Helena, I need you to roll to I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a lash out physically roll. Because that was less of like a shutting somebody down. You just like bitch slapped Ray with your words. <laughs> yes. What do I roll yes, bitch. You're uh that's volatile. Okay. 14th episode, you'd think we would have some idea of mechanics. No. <laughs> it took me, what, six to know how many dice yeah. to roll with? Uh, yeah. I can't Did you roll 2d6? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, eight. Eight? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ray is fucking livid right now. And it's just like, first of all, unfucking called for. I'm giving you everything you wanted right now i didn't i don't need to be kicked while i'm down and my friend didn't need to be hit with a fucking car and i'm sorry about that i told them that it was a stupid thing to try to do i thought that these little childish ass games that they were playing would be enough i didn't think that they were gonna go the full hitting somebody with a car route was marcus the intended target no the intended target was H. 
Cass's, Cass's idea was to systematically take down everybody that was closest to Briar. H was in a bad way after not getting hit by a car. And so Cass crossed him off the list. They found the dirt about you and that older guy, which I don't even want to know. We thought that would take care of Harry, but and nothing against Harry. Harry's just too stupid to understand anything. And then Michael seems to be going down the rabbit hole himself. So that left you two and Marcus. And we kind of thought we took care of Marcus, or at least till Marcus showed up the next day and I kind of felt happy about it because I thought Marcus had survived but uh, did Marcus survive? Could be. Who knows? Because if it's like a ghost thing I don't fuck with ghosts. Oh, ghosts are 100% my whole thing. Here's what you're going to do, Ray. We're gonna go have a little chat with a friend of mine. We're going to go talk to Briar, who's currently, I assume, still interrogating little Mr. Danny. Something tells me Cass won't be far behind. And then, if you play your cards right, the worst you'll get is jail time. The worst you'll get. And she just cracks her neck. And it was just entirely black. I'm coming after you. Ray faints. Um, it's fully that thing in like campaign three of Critical Role where those NPCs literally pass out because Laudna is so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, you <laughs> just did that. I can't believe I'm Laudna. Um, Hell yeah. Ray is like out cold in this hallway. Oh um, shit. Helena, I think I might have went a little too hard. And as as you're saying that, Helena, the like, the like drip, the like drippings of ink coming out of Saleo's eyes. It's like it looks like when somebody's like gushing blood out of their head. That's what's happening with Saleo, but it's this like ink, like this black ichor, just like running down Saleo's face. That is so terrifying. Should I keep it just in case we need to do a little bit more uh, intimidation? Yeah, I like On maybe the other two? I like this version better than what I do, which is kind of just threaten physically, and then I grow my nails out a little bit. Like the pointy, but I... Yeah, that's better. That's good. Oh, that's fine. So, Leia, in your mind, you're thinking, werewolf? Another werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fun. (laughs) That's all I'm going to tell you about it. And she's gonna That's just totally fine. We should just leave right here. Just pause. Um, as you two are standing over the unconscious Ray, we'll cut back over to the theater <laughs> where everybody is. Am I noticing anything going on with Marcus and Cassandra? Or we can't hear them right now. No, you can hear them because oh. Cass like made a show. It's like your your attention is at Cass. Got it. And Cass is just there with two phones. One that you've never seen before. 
thumb over the send button. How about we just calm down? That's a interesting that's a request. Oh. Yeah, that's a very interesting photo. Like, did you make that in Photoshop? Because it's pretty bad. You know, I could just go with plan B. And you see the power gets cut out in the theater. And you're in pitch black. Roll to gaze into the... Actually, roll to keep your cool, both of you. Eight. Eight. Six. Six. Marcus, add a plus one to your next roll and mark a point of experience. Uh, you watch the power cut out. The only light that you can see is from this phone that Cass has in her hands. And you watch a send button get hit as a mass text goes out to the group and it's weird the photo that was sent to the group is not the photo that you saw like in the quick view there's a side-by-side -side, literal side-by-side -side comparison of marcus's face and this boar's face showing the similarities between the two didn't know we had wild animals roaming the halls of stratford is the caption Briar, you're able to, because you're in this headspace that you're in, this doesn't fucking phase you. Marcus, you seeing that send button sends you, it sends you into a spiral and you have entered your darkest self. So when the lights come back on, Marcus isn't there. It's the beast. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck smiles when she sees that she goes i'm getting bored now can you grab them both and i look to the council and to marcus gesturing towards danny and cassandra because it is pitch black in there you kind of just like yell out to the council but instead of a response you hear a thud of something heavy hitting the ground. Can I pull out my phone and turn the yeah. flashlight on? You turn the flashlight on. Michael's unconscious on the ground. What's wrong with Michael? And Danny's gone. I look at Cassandra and I say, don't even try to move. And I will pull a string on her. Okay. Okay, bitch. Cass doesn't move. And I'm basically just trying to get Harry and H to restrain her. H, like... Harry does it no problem by himself. Okay. Um, H sees Michael unconscious on the ground and is, like, distraught. Um, H kind of you'd like look in H's eyes and H doesn't really give a shit about what you're saying right now um, and his only concern is to make sure that his friend is okay because um, his friend is unconscious on the ground fair enough Briar just like knows that she could make him do what she wants um, mm -hmm. but just goes alright check if he's okay 
Yeah. I'm just holding like the flashlight watching Michael right now. Marcus, how is this new transformation working out for you? Are there any new changes considering that you can incorporate an ethereal form to this beast? I think so. All his clothes have now torn off since he was still wearing the black button up in the jeans. So he's like, if he were to transform back, he would be buck ass naked. Uh, but Shit, I think where are the sweatpants when you need them? Uh, I think rather like as he's transformed, there's like a his skin, like his furry skin, now emanates a fog. Like he, he becomes like very foggy, like fog. Like it's like if like you see this in the woods at night, and the fog is like, um, unless like he's breathing heavily, and like fog, more fog is coming out, and his eyes are like glowing, so much more brighter, and the brown fur has like is like tipped into like white very Appalachia yeah I dig it old gods of Appalachia Cass sees this and laughs (laughs) this is fun for me I don't know about any of you but this is real fun for me and you notice the temperature gets a little hot in the theater and Harry starts to scream in pain as first degree burns turn to second degree burns Uh, and before they can turn into third degree burns Harry lets go and Cass is gone there's another phoenix, y'all. Fucking phoenixes. I hate them. Fuck. Not this shit again. Not this bitch again. Fuck. Am I going to have to collect my boyfriend? Uh, I go over to Harry to check like, check if he's still breathing and just like, I don't try to oh. touch him. Yeah, no, he's like screaming in pain. He's like wincing in pain and is, is like starting to like cry because of how much it's hurting i turn to briar and i say and i say we need to get him to a hospital i need to roll something real quick for h holy h is learning so much right now roll double sixes to keep his cool in this moment with all these monsters um H is like, I don't even know what's happening right now. I'm gonna go take my friends to safety. H will take care of Michael and Harry. They're practically useless at this point. We should go. And then, like, as you say that, H is like, grabs the two of them ready to go and just goes, that's fucking rude. And then, like, walks out. Briar's starting to walk um, after where Cassandra was going cool i try to i i step in front of briar saying we need a plan 
What's your plan, Queen B? I'm all ears. That voice in your head just goes, well, actually, he is more all ears. He's, see how You're making big jokes they are? Now. Yeah. You know what? I need you to roll. I need you to roll to shut down the voice in your head. You're so <laughs> deep into your darkest self. You just insulted this monster <laughs> within you. 13. You, I'm going to let you take away one of your conditions. That would be unworthy. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to let you take away that one because this is very, like, this is good. Now Briar's just an obsessed bitch. (laughs) Just an obsessed (laughs) bitch. Well, you know what? That'll come in handy considering you're about to go hunt down Cassandra. The voice in your head just goes, if you're gonna give into this, you might want something. And then your eyes like kind of adjust to the darkness and you see over in like the props section, there's this like scepter. Fuck it. She goes over and picks it up. It's a heavy ass scepter. Um, There is no reason for a scepter of this weight to be in a props closet for a theatrical production because somebody could get hurt if it was just swinging wildly um this is essentially like a bludgeoning weapon that you've got on your hands but yeah you're the voice in your head just kind of like quiets up for a second and you and marcus start to develop your plan well i'll give you time to think about it as we jump over to the other two you got an unconscious ray on your hands and the bell's ringing for the next class. What are you I... doing? <laughs> Maybe I didn't think this through. Uh, what's the history teacher's name? It's Mr. Hamill. It's Fuck H's up. dad. Oh. It's Mr. H's dad. <laughs> Mr. Hamill? Mr. H's dad? Mr. H's dad? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm looking for him. Yes? I'll just and pop like, in. Can I borrow you for a moment, sir? Yes, of course, and like go like speaks to the rest of the class. I did take um, a second to like give myself a quick wipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, take a second. Since you're like trying to keep up presentation, I will say that you don't notice something about the classroom because um, you're trying to you're really trying to keep up this facade. Um, so you will not get to yeah. know something in that room. Uh, I, I know. Mr. Hamill addresses the rest of the class and is just like, give me one second. I will be with you all in a moment. And then like runs out and and uh, sees an unconscious ray on the ground. Can I go in to see if Briar and Marcus are in there? Like would I? Yeah. I was actually going to ask if I could pull a string on Briar to get into her head real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna get to Helena's thing first, and then we'll get to that. Yeah, because because of Briar's current condition, you're not gonna be talking to Briar. Oh, but Helena, Mm -hmm. you kind of look into the you just kind of glance in the class. You do not see Briar. You do not see Marcus. You do see Danny. Bitch, go away. (laughs) Just sitting there, look looking very studious. You don't see Cass. You don't see the council. Okay. I'll make but Danny's there just chilling and chilling, taking notes, getting ready for class. I will 
I will take note of that and then if can I like peek or go back out. Uh, Soleya? I'm trying to whisper. Yeah, what's up, darling? Danny's in there, but no one else is, and they were supposed to have a meeting. Oh. Mr. Hamill doesn't notice this, is trying to attend to the unconscious student on the ground. Is kind of looks to the two of you and goes, You two, um, come with me to the nurse's office to help take care of this student uh, on the ground. And, like, you see him get on his phone and, like, begins a call with somebody and goes, Hey, Francine, uh, no, uh, it's not that kind of call. Um, I've got an unconscious student what on the ground. What? I said through the whole series, Mr. Hamill's been texting somebody. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, I know. Been texting, been texting a lady friend. Yes. Good for him. Yes. Been texting a lady friend. It wasn't a teach. It wasn't a teacher orgy. He was just fucking the nurse. I mean, I know. I still would have liked teacher orgy. <laughs> the teacher orgy would have been fun. Yeah, it would have been better. It okay. would not have been fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, while they're making that call, mm-hmm. I'm going to slip. I want to slip into the room and go up to Danny. Okay. This will be when Soleil, like all the chaos is happening and Nurse Lawrence gets there, um, that you make contact with Briar. Hey, Briar, got an update. Does it sound like I fucking care? I've got things I'm taking care of. Who, who are you? You should know by now. Oh, are you Briar's, Briar's devil equivalent? The queen thing. I guess you could call it that. Hi. I guess, can you just pass pass a message along for me? What is your message? Uh, Ray confessed to everything. Okay, we've got... Kind of dealing with something. Uh, that's fine. Deal with your thing. If you could just pass along a message, I would really appreciate it. Fine. You have a very relaxing voice for being like a scary thing in someone's head. You get no response. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Queen bees don't like southern hospitality, I guess. Uh, Briar, you do not receive any message. The voice in your head is... You've intimidated the voice in your head. The voice in your head does not want to talk to you right now. You're on time As a precaution, <laughs> I would... I would also go Text into Marcus's Briar. head and be oh, like, okay. Hey... I didn't like the person I heard in Briar's head. She had a very relaxing voice, but apparently doesn't like Southern hospitality. Uh, Ray confessed to all the stuff. Uh, he kind of passed out. I kind of scared him. Oops. Uh, but yeah, that's the update. Marcus, how do you respond? You can respond. So they, uh, shit keeps hitting the fan. Marcus, why the fuck are you talking in your weird monster voice? Yes. Uh, I don't you, know why I'm asking. I know why you you're talking in your weird monster voice. <laughs> you saw the text. Fuck. Well, shit. Fuck. Wait. Cool. Um, Do I need to kill anyone? <laughs> you can answer honestly. Um, well, Cassandra needs to die. Okay. <laughs> I can make that work. Well, 
there's the thing. Um, it's hard to explain. Cassandra's a, like us. Can you give me a list of like three people? Oh, well, I know. If I you know. have three, I can I can fill in the third, third, second, or third spots if I need to. How weird question? How would you feel if I put you on the list, but not as like a permanent kind of thing? Okay, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I I think you look. I said it was a weird. I said it would sound weird. Helena, you should just you should just get Helena and come to the theater. Uh, oh, mm. ditch Mister H's dad. Got it. It's a penultimate episode, and we've decided to completely change a faculty member's name to Mister H's dad. <laughs> and I will leave Marcus's head at that point. Okay. Uh, we'll jump back to the two of you in the theater. You two are talking about this game plan. Um, Marcus, you know that Celia got into your head. Briar, you are none the wiser. Celia mm-hmm. and Helena are on their way. Okay. Are we going after the lesser evils first and then Cassandra? Or are we just cutting the head off the beast? Danny will be easy. Cassandra is not going to be easy. Yeah, but which one are we doing first? (laughs) I'm not muted. Cassandra. Alright. She just, like, hits the scepter into her other hand. Starts walking out the direction that Cassandra flew, disappeared to. Did she, like, completely Just kind of, well, no, just kind of, like, slipped into the shadows. Okay, so it's trying to look for her now, I guess. Hmm. I mean, uh, you can do a pretty thorough search of the theater. Not there. Um, can I? Can I use heightened senses? To yes, you can. Yes, you absolutely can. Hell yeah! You, your heightened senses show the presence of. Neither friend nor foe in front of you, being Briar. Um, two friends or two friendly creatures out in like the hallway. You would assume that to be your two uh, compatriots. There's a foe in the history room, and it. Looks like a foe in the gym. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's fair to say y'all would know, since I said Mr. H's dad, that we're currently at the history room, or very close to it. Just thought I'd interject that. Yes, you would, you would under, and you would also, from where you're sensing them, you would know that they're close to the history room. So. So there's two like two friendly people, two friend two friendly people right outside the theater. Yeah, they're like in the hallway that separates the theater and the rest of the classrooms. And then like the history room, you have the history room, the hallway, the theater. 
And Helena and Saleya are in the hallway. You would assume, because that's where your two friendly creatures are. There's a okay. foe in the history room, and then there's a foe over in the gym. Okay, okay, okay. I go to Briar, and I, and I say, I think she's in the gym. Then what are we doing here? Briar starts walking towards the gym. I stop As the Okay. And I say, are you okay? You're not acting like you normally do. Now is not the time for a fucking therapy session, Marcus. That's what you hear in your head. Briar very pointedly looks up at how tall Marcus now is and goes, neither are you. Let's go. I'll pull a string on Marcus to get him to drop it. Cool. You don't need to. Marcus just steps to the side and follows you. Uh, do you commute? Well, no. Hold on. Well, yeah, you could. You have, you have your phones. Um, do you communicate anything with your other other group? I figure. Are we passing them on the way? To the gym from the theater? Um, you're probably... I will say, like, with how wild Marcus looks, Marcus is kind of instinctually leading you towards taking the long way, so that way Marcus is not seen. Briar mm. will just pull out her phone and just text Jim. Just the word Jim to the other two cool you two get that text theoretically marcus you could also use your limitless ability in this moment if you really want to if you really want to not be seen yeah i think like this is like one of the very few times that marcus is sort of in control Mm -hmm. so yeah he's going to use the limitless ability to like make his way to the gym yeah um, Briar, you just see Marcus like flat out disappear, like just vanish into thin air. She just throws um, her hands up and like, all right, and just keeps walking. Um, Marcus, you're able to kind of tail Briar. Roll to gaze into the abyss for me. I'll let you know what you see if you see anything, and then we'll cut to uh, the other two to see what they're gonna do. Just Marcus. Yeah, just Marcus. Because this is something he would maybe notice about you. That's a nine. A nine? That's good enough. Um, You start to notice that spectral crown that Saleya noticed. Another thing that you notice is that where Briar walks, a trail of blood follows. Oh, shit. (laughs) Marcus keeps that in mind. There, But there's a fiery fiery bitch that he needs to take care of. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this follows. That leaves us to the other two. What are the other two doing? After I get the text, Jim, I'm going to go, I want to go into the history classroom and just walk straight up to Danny. And I want okay. to try to hypnotize them. Cool. Um, what do you have to do for that? Remind me again. I have to roll hot. Yeah, you're hot. I want as hot as fuck. Go ahead. 
12. Oh, yeah. Mark that string on Danny, first and foremost. Um, Danny is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flavor it mm-hmm. a little bit in that you are, like, kissing Danny's ass right now. Um, you're kind of... You're, like... You're talking about, like, you wanting to be more involved in the student council and, like, wanting to really step up and take initiative and make the council a, a better a better place and that's you've got you got Danny in the palm of your hand right now and as i i'm going to stay like i'm kind of leaning on their desk with both my hands on it but like looking down at them um uh-huh. as i as it like snaps and i see i so one thing i'm going to have you do though uh-huh. because you're doing this in the classroom you're going to roll to keep your cool this is essentially going to be how subtle are you in this moment because you're in a classroom full of students. 12. 13. 12. I rolled two Okay. <laughs> no one is the wiser. That's my vampire. That, I don't know you're a you, vampire. You just did some <laughs> cool vampire <laughs> shit. That was some twilight shit. <laughs> you get to do that and then I'm just covered in tears of... Black ink, um, <laughs> like tar tears. So as it as it clicks, and I notice that it clicks, uh, I'm gonna kind of drop my voice, and my eyes are gonna turn to like a deepish red, and I'm just gonna be like, "Follow me to the gym, please." And then I will like smile and then walk out. Absolutely, and like, because the way that Danny hears it is you have a wonderful idea for the winter formal and would like to talk about decorations and where they need to go in the gym for winter formal. That's what Danny is hearing. So Danny's like, absolutely. Clearly class doesn't matter in this moment because the teacher's been gone for 15 minutes. Therefore, legally we can leave or however they want to put it. Um, So Danny's just going to start walking towards the gym with you. To flavor a thing I might have to do at some point. Mm-hmm. As they walk by, I'll like wipe off one of the tears and kind of walk behind Danny and just wipe the black ink like across the back of his neck. Okay. Cool. Um, I don't feel like Ray's gonna be a problem, so I won't get him. Yeah, Ray is Ray is currently. Um at this point. Uh, Mr. H's dad is um, I love Mr. Taking, H's dad Mr. H's dad is taking uh, Ray to the nurse's office um, where they can uh, proceed with the uh, complimentary ice pack and laying on the couch for 20 minutes and then going back to class okay, um, can I do <laughs> one more weird thing on the way to gym yeah because now we're getting to the gym fight. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a string on Harry. Uh-huh. Not knowing what's up. Yeah. And in his head, if he is currently in a mm-hmm. conscious state. Yeah. God, you're making me say it on pod. <laughs> um... <laughs> In case I need to disappear for a while after some shit that's happening today. I love you too. Um, so the, uh, 
the initial thing that you hear is Harry screaming in pain. Oh and it's just like, ah, I love you too. Ah! And I then like there, and then there's like tears of pain. And then like, you hear him like talking to somebody else. And he's like, I just love her so much, man. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. To the gym. To the gym. Briar, you get there first. The gym is pitch black. The only, really the only light coming in is from the windows up at the very top of the gym, and it's letting in very little light. It's for, uh, I mean, this building is pretty old. It was rebuilt in the uh, 30s after the fire in the 1920s. Um, So the gym is quite old. It's gotten some interior renovations, not a lot done on the exterior or with windows or anything like that. So... Not a lot of light coming in uh, to this gym. But you do feel that the temperature is warmer in the gym than it is anywhere else in the school. Marcus, you're kind of... You're still in your limitless form, so you're not really able to be seen. But you... I'll say you're, you're like, up in the air. So you kind of have a bird's eye view of what's going on. Standing on opposite sides of the gym, you see one briar and... Cass and it looks like Cass has some things near her feet and then Briar you hear this piercing voice somewhat similar to Cass's just go let's play some dodgeball as you see these like orbs of flame appear in the air and one gets chucked at you. I need you to roll uh, volatile for me. This cast will also be rolling volatile because we're going to do a repeat of the dodgeball match as our final fight. Okay. That's eight. Eight. Let me roll for cast real quick. Okay. Uh, cast rolled a seven. Uh, so you dodge this first fiery ball. The way that this is going to work, because Cass made the first move, it's it's going to go back and forth, you and Cass, you and Cass. When others decide that they want to join in, then we'll go in the order in which they join in to the situation. So top of the order will be Cass, then Briar, then whoever steps up next, then whoever, and then last person. Um, that's how we're going to do this fight. So, Briar... What would you like to do? As you just watch like a fireball just whiz past your head. I think Briar just looks uh, over towards Cass and goes, "You, we both know this has never been your strong suit. You can try again, though. You've always been worse at it. I'll take my chances. I'm just gonna roll, throw again." Okay. Seven. Nine. You see, like, as soon as Cass says, you've always been worse at it. One of the flaming dodgeballs gets thrown at you, and it clips you right in the shoulder. You're going to take a harm, a point of harm, um, as your shoulder then starts to feel uh, the beginnings of a first-degree burn. 
don't think Briar even moved. He was just like, I'll let you Marcus, try again. you see this fiery dodgeball connect. I snap out of my limitless ability and like uh, land like super superhero superhero landing. Mm-hmm. And I just I I grab a dot I grab like are the dodgeballs still on fire or No, once they like make contact with something they seem to extinguish. Right, it's like it. because they had made contact with Cass, that's what caused them to flame. I um, grab one of the dodgeballs and I say, "You want to play? Let's play." Go ahead, roll volatile because you're in your beast form. I'm going to give you a plus two to this. Yes, bitch. Yes. As this, as whatever happens with this roll happens, that's when the two of you and Danny finally make it to the gym. That's a fourteen. A fourteen. Okay, what happens? Uh, what happens with this ball? He, well, he like sort without like giving in to the primal beast. He like arches his arm like very rip, like his very ripped arm, and he chucks it at uh, Cass's legs to hopefully like use enough power to just swipe her like swipe through her legs and call her cause her to fall down yeah um Cass is down on a knee um you the two of you and Danny finally make your way in you see Briar is like Briar's shoulder is like on fire Marcus is in the full werebore form but like this ghostly silver version of the werebore form and you see Cass like radiating this heat like on one knee about to grab another dodgeball well shit can I be allowed to change what I want Danny to do yes that string that you got on Danny you're gonna need to expend it okay I'll do that yeah you can change what it is okay do i have to roll or just it stays no you can just say it you've expended the string i'll let you just change it uh i'm going to turn look at danny i need you to take down cassandra for me um okay and danny like goes up to Cass, and like tries to talk Cass like try to talk to Cass but instead you watch Cass just put a hand on Danny's shoulder and Danny starts to wince in pain as first degree burns turn to second degree burns and then before it can get to third degree Cass releases the hold on Danny's shoulder and Danny like is on the ground unconscious because of all the pain God, you're Danny's bad. not a monster Danny's, Danny's just, just a, a I beg Danny's to differ. just an Danny asshole. is a monster 
Danny is a monster, but not like a monster with a skin. Um, he's just a douchebag. I have to choose. The yes, Briar. Uh, I'm going to walk up to Cass as well. Okay. And as I'm going, I say, I wasn't going to ask you to kneel, but here we are. I'm going to hit her with the scepter. <laughs> roll, roll to lash out physically. Sure. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a plus one because you're in your darkest self. Ooh, that's not great. Oh no, and I have a minus one, so it's just, wow. It's a straight it's up a roll. Six. Okay. Uh, mark experience, add a plus one to your next roll. Um, <coughs> you go to take the swing and cast just like slightly moves her head out of the way. And then just kind of looks at you and just goes, you're playing with things you don't even fully understand. And is going to lash out physically at you by putting a hand on your shoulder. The one that was already burning. Uh, That is a 10. You are going to take another point of harm. So, Leo, roll to gaze into the abyss for me. Okay. Uh, Marcus, is there anything? Yeah. Uh, because you're kind of like the outsider in this situation, you'll be able to, you, you're going to get an advantage. So you can do, that's a nine. Okay. Um, there's a couple things that you notice in the gym. One of them is the fire alarm, which you know is connected to the sprinkler system in the gym. And, I mean, if there's one way to put out a fire, it's probably oh, I through have that. A way to put out a fire. That is fair. Do you, what were you gonna do? I mean, two's good enough, right? And Saleya so will just kind of calmly make her way down. Just be like. Briar, I'll wake you back up when I'll wake you back up when it's done, and I will go into my darkest self. Okay. Uh, Cass and Briar are both just going to die, and Marcus <laughs> is going to lose all of his strings. And then immediately following, I will death toll Bri- Briar. Yeah. Cool. So here's how I'm going to flavor text it. Because that is such and that is like such an intense way of using that ability. Um, I'm going to give Briar the opportunity and I'm going to give Marcus the opportunity to fight back against what is happening. Um, okay. The two of you are going to um, roll to keep your cool. Uh, so Leia, roll to roll dark for me. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. The dice. The dice. The dice. The dice. The dice. Because I'm gonna give Cass the opportunity. Thirteen. Okay. Marcus, did you beat a thirteen? I don't know. 
Oh no. Okay, no. Cass is gonna get the opportunity to try to fight back against this. Cass does not beat it. So because you're because what you're doing is essentially removing Briar from the equation and then immediately bringing Briar back. Um, what happens is since you're already at two harm, you just take one more harm. Um, so you're at three harm and you just go unconscious. Okay. Uh, Does that count as failing a roll? Do I mark experience for that? Yes, go ahead and mark I experience. I will say Death Toll does say Oh yes. I uh, heal them for two. Oh yes. And then so. they gain two strings on me. Yeah, so you'll mark two strings on Soleil when you wake up, and you'll wake up only with one harm. So, okay. just because by that point, not only has three darkest selves in the penultimate three episode. Three darkest selves! Wow. Come on, Lucy, join us. Come on, join the <laughs> party. Join us. Leave um, the field to flower. It's Soleil. It's almost like what happened at the lake on Halloween. Except, in this case, there was a much stronger pull from this phoenix. This phoenix did not want to go, wasn't ready, still had many things to do in its plan. Um, but you just kind of yoink the soul out of Cass's body and Cass turns into ash on the gym floor and that triggers the fire alarms and now the sprinklers go off the fire alarms going off and you all are standing here in this chaos that's where we're gonna end the episode hey gang your humble host and game master tony kiger here thank you so much for listening to roll out a ttrpg podcast our campaign stratford high a monster heart story features emma as briar markelli noah as solea solar lucy as helena bassiano and luke as marcus a romulus the links for the social media handles of our players and Game Master can be found in the episode description below. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving a positive rating as it really helps out. If you want to support the work we do, you can now join our Patreon for access to our talkback show, as well as more benefits that will be coming soon. You can find us at patreon.com rolloutttrpg. The link for our Patreon and social media handles can also be found in the description of this episode. Thank you once again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you in the next chapter. <laughs>